Tonga today. Yeah, we are. Are we gonna do it? How are we gonna sing it? Do you want me to start? Yes. Okay. Because you always go flat. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Can you make sure you hold the Okay, I'll try. Ready? <clears throat> Malo Is that too high? Nah, it's all good. Malo Lele. Malo Lele. Because we're supposed to say it all together in our voices. Oh, is it in our own voices? In the voice. Oh, I thought we go three and then we come together in the last one. And high. No, I thought you. I thought we're like you know we have three different notes and yeah. On the last one, as we sing our three different notes together, that it's harmonized. Okay, we'll try again. Okay. Malolele. 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 That sounds no. so <laughs> bad. You just started chanting it. <laughs> Guys, no. this might be too extra and I can't do it. <sighs> Should we just have stick to one dead. note at the top? What was that? Never mind. What are the next? Anyways, and we're gonna start off with our three cues before we get into our bonus episode. <laughs> Question number one How many islands in French Polynesia? <sighs> Don't look it up. I'm oh, no, I'm just looking <laughs> <laughs> Put your finger down. I was gonna the first number that came to my head was eighteen. Oh, close. Oh, actually, it's not close. Oh, higher? But the number 18... 180-something. <laughs> 28? <laughs> okay, you get one more guess. Oh. Okay, hold on. She gets one more guess, or I get one more she guess? Gets one more. Are we a team? Oh. Oh, up yeah. to you. Are you a team? I said 18, close, 28. Yeah, one more guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll say... If 18 Sorry, close. I wasn't meant to say close. Oh, 80 then. Oh. That's closer. Oh, 100? Closer. 180. This is your... Oh, I finished. No. So why was 18 close? 118. Yes. Oh. So there are 118 islands in French Polynesia. And they're divided into five groups of islands. So we've got Society Islands, Tuamotu Islands, Gambia Islands, Marquesas Islands, and Austral Islands. Oh. And 67 of those islands are inhabited. Oh. Whoa. Yeah. Crazy. I had no idea. Thank you. <laughs> Geography 101. <laughs> <laughs> that should be PAC 101. Oh, yeah. So we Anyways. got that right in. Okay. Yes. No. You got, well, oh. it took a few tries, but okay. yes, you got. Ding, got ding, 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 in the Solomon Islands, what is the official language? Oh. Oh, no, that's... <laughs> official language of Solomon so- Islands. Solomonese. I don't know. Wait, is there a Solomon... Solomon. Is there a language week for it? No, no I don't think no. so. Oh, is, it, is there a language week Wait, for is it? there official language... European? English. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh! Really? What the, the heck? official language is English. I'm so disappointed. Oh, I mean, why they have no consumer? <laughs> the Solomons, surely. They're part of the Pacific. Did you get that Solomon Islands? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Am I 
Så han ser på mig her som... Åh, oh, det er sorry. <laughs> sorry. Oh, <my. laughs> I mean... I don't know. It's been a long lockdown. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, the official language is English because... So only one to two percent of the population are able to speak this language fluently, and that's because Solomon Islands are home to seventy-four local languages. Oh. Okay. So of these languages, four are classed as extinct, while the other seventy are made up of a wide range, a wide ranging mix of influences such as English and languages from the surrounding countries. Wow. So that's that crazy. is why the official language is English, because they have so many other languages. To you. To you. <laughs> to you. <laughs> English is the official language. To you. I'm disappointed. Wow. <laughs> that is crazy. Man. There's actually quite a few Pacific islands that have many. Yeah, many. Yeah. I think so. Is it a dialect? I think PNG. Oh, PNG. PNG. <laughs> PNG. Ooh. I think, PNG. yeah, I think PNG has a, a lot of languages. But, like, even within Tonga, we have different dialects. Because yeah. Nua, yeah, they, the, they speak, they have, like, it's hard to understand. Oh, yeah, uh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's question number two. And question number three, which island is the smallest in the South Pacific? Oh, my gosh. I have no idea. Tuvalu? No. Like, <laughs> as a country or just that little island? It's an island. Oh, it's an island. Oh, but... but is that a country? country? It's a country, yeah. Oh, oh, okay. So it's not Tuvalu. Tokelau. Nope. In the south. Guam? Mm, Kiribati. Not. Kiribati. No. It's close. 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 Close to... Geographically. Close. close. Think about the three different groups. Three different groups. Pacific. Yeah. Oh, like... Mm. Melanesia, Melanesia, Micronesia, Polynesia, Polynesia. Just name all the islands you know. Oh, in Easter Island, Easter Island, Bikini Island, <laughs> Micronesia. I don't. Um, PNG. This other one. No, PNG is PNG. Come on, Emma. When I give you first the names out. Can you give us the first letter? N. N. N for Nauru. New Way. Oh, no. Ding, ding, ding. No, New Way. New Way. Sorry, you said N. But she said Micronesia. Oh, sorry. Oh, my gosh. We got it. We all learned. Bonus question. Oh, what cool. is the name of the mineral that was produced in Nauru? Oh. And they used to hard out mine. Damn. Ah, uh, mineral. Oh, you know, um, from what I... Oh, you know, oxygen? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not a H- mineral. Um, oh, no. 
Phosphate? Yes! Oh, oh my gosh! Oh, ding, 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 ding. Wow, If we were in a boxing match, yeah. Matthew would have knocked me out right there. <laughs> yeah, that was a KO. Ding, 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 ding. That, was, that was great. Whoa. Well done. I'm really proud of you guys. Sounds actually really Tonto, good. thank you so much. Thank You're you. You're welcome. This bonus episode is yes. about lockdown. We've just gotten out of lockdown. Yep. We're at level yep. two right now. Yep. Um, we are allowed groups of... Up to 100. Up to 100. Mm, so we are not breaking any regulations yeah. making yeah. this podcast. There oh, are yeah, like 15 is, people in yeah. my house right now. <laughs> this is <laughs> <laughs> the first time we've seen each other. In seven weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Since, yeah. Well, we've seen each other. Oh, well. Oh, well we saw been each together. Oh, no, as a group, this is the first time the podcasting yeah. poly queens have come together. <laughs> Reunited and it feels so good. But we thought we'll bring you this bonus episode because, man, there's just so much to talk about with lockdown. I think it affected us all differently. Yes. And many lessons learned and, Yeah. A lot of things have happened, but what do you guys feel like is like one, what, what, what would you say is your one word or one sentence that encapsulates your whole lockdown, which I would assume would be pretty hard to. One word, word. One sentence. Yeah, one sentence, maybe. One sentence. I can give you like words. Okay. Yeah. Out of sentence. I'll go first. How many words? Up to you, sis. Okay. We'll do three. Okay. Is that too much or too good? No, that's good. No, it's do whatever you want. Three. Three words are good. Three words. The first word I would say is peaceful. Mm-hmm. The second word I would say is confronting. Mm-hmm. And the third word for lockdown is, I guess, oh, oh, oh I would say growth. Yeah. Mm. Nice. In a, yeah, yeah. Probably talk about that more. Yeah, definitely. Podcast, but yeah. Um, I think my my three words would be stressful. The distractions. Mm-hmm. I just realised those are like both quite <laughs> um, <laughs> negative. Because the third one's also not it's, a good one. It's, well, I had a bad time. Okay. In lockdown. That's yeah. all Yeah. Um, I think for me it would be new. Definitely something I've never well no one's ever experienced before. Um, I think I would gr- like grow. I grew a lot and I think my last one would be um open. Like I had to be more open in my thinking. Especially being around the same people every day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I learned a lot about myself. Yeah. In the last same. seven weeks. I feel like I did. I feel like I tried to. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I think I another word would be pressure. I felt a lot of pressure oh, to do yeah. a, a lot of things. Like, it was a kind of theme that everyone was, you have four weeks of lockdown, like, you better produce something in that time. And I was just like, oh my gosh, is that the attitude everyone's going into lockdown with? But yeah. yeah. How did you guys feel about lockdown? Like, did you think it was the right step to be made for yeah, our country? Yeah, 100%. I mean, coming out of it now and seeing our stats, I'm like, oh, yeah. She made the right call. Yeah. Jacinda. I totally Jacinda, agree. Sorry, yeah. Shout out to you, Jacinda. 
Remember that time? Remember that time you said? Oh my gosh! Are you still listening? Remember that time you said you're excited for this podcast? <laughs> you wrote the letter and everything. No. <laughs> yeah, I definitely think that she made the right decision. Um, because we've seen how it's like totally ruined other countries, yeah. and I just can't imagine dealing with that kind of loss in New Zealand. Yeah. So we were really, really lucky that she moved so quickly. Yeah, acting faster and just... Mm-hmm. And then another thing is like how people pulled together and we're just like, okay. Yeah, I really found a sense it was a of big community. shift for our whole country. Yeah. To be told, hey, we're going into lockdown in 48 hours. Mm. Get yourself and your family together because... That's you know, it. It was like we were all apart, but we were all together because we knew we were all stuck at home. Yeah. And everyone was just doing their bit, I feel like. we Yeah, we were so lucky with the outcome. Yeah. But we're still on level two, so there's still... So don't go too crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've left the house since... Oh, wait, no, I lied. I had to go to work. <laughs> <laughs> but like That's socially? Right. No, socially I haven't. Mm. How was it going to work? It was really, really sad. Yeah. Really? Well, the thing is, so I work at a boarding school, mm. and during lockdown, um, we lost one of our students oh. who passed away. Oh. And so coming back to work, the um, sorry guys. No, <laughs> no, that's all right. Don't apologize. That's actually really sad. We didn't know that. So sad. Um, a staff had to do. We had to do like a um, like a professional development day bef- yeah. like yeah. two training days before all the students came back to work to yeah. um to the boarding school mm. and those were really hard that was like it was really really hard like coming home from those training days and just trying to digest everything and yeah. be like yeah. and it was just like oh um, everything was just suddenly hit me again like we everything like we didn't just deal with a global pandemic yeah we dealt with like we had a student pass away yeah and now we all the students are coming back and we have to restructure everything to fit their needs yeah. like yeah it's not just it's not just following the level two requirements of like social distancing it's also putting their mental health and yeah. well-being at the forefront of everything yeah, yeah. so that was really hard and Oh, it was so yeah it was just really yeah. hard going back to work yeah. but and i felt really really sick before my first official day where all the students came back mm-hmm. and um the the boarding school um the boarding house counselor was like hey you look really pale like and i was like oh look I've, i'm i feel really sick and she was like are you getting enough? Are you eating? And I was like, not really. She's like, are you sleeping? I was like, not really. And then yeah. um, she was asking all these questions, and I was like, no, no, no. And then I was, and then that, and I was like, oh, I'm not okay to be going to work. Yeah. And like, yeah. I can't, mm. I, so, I can't go to work in this state. Yeah. When I have to sit and stand in front of the girls and be, try and be like, everything's gonna be okay, kind of thing. Right. You know? Yeah. And so she was like, oh, like we can talk and we have a meeting and stuff. And I was like, oh, that'd be really good because. Mm. I don't yeah. feel okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then she was like, Oh, like if you don't feel good, like to come into work tomorrow, then just call and like just let us know now. And then I was yeah. just like when I got up that morning I was like, if I don't go in 
today this is gonna be the hardest day yeah the first, the first day, day the first our first interaction if I don't go in it's if I don't go in today it's gonna be harder for me the following week when I do go in right yeah so I went in and it was really good like oh like yeah it was it it was really hard but it was a really good day it was good to see everyone the girls were in a really good space yeah. which was good i think they were all just really excited to be with all their friends again because right, yeah. they were all separated yeah and yeah they were all in a really good space and it made it easier for, for you uh, for yeah, yeah for me and my colleagues right so yeah that was really hard wow i can imagine yeah that's another thing like i think a lot of people are thinking about is like reintegrating after being in lockdown for so long and going back to work and like rebuilding those relationships because it's such a long time to be apart mm. hard out and especially when like your workplace had gone through something like that yeah That's i can't true. imagine oh it's hard to i worked there and then i worked for the uni same time you're working yeah. from home eh? from working from home and so it was different like uh, working from home that was fine really yeah, yeah it was yeah. just like they asked me to do a few things and so I did all of that and I was just posting to their Instagram pages and whatnot. Yeah. And then, yeah, working from home was fine. Yeah. It was studying from home that was hard. But, mm. but yeah, what about you guys? How was work? I started a new job. Oh, yeah. <laughs> During lockdown? Um, Post lockdown. Post so lockdown. I, got, I finished from my job early April. So I think we hadn't, had we started lockdown? Yeah, we had a, in April. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. April, yeah. yeah, so like during lockdown, yeah. Um, I finished from that job and then I think I it was just like all good timing and like so blessed that I got to have an interview for another job as well during lockdown and so when we hit level two or three. Well, which one was the one that you could start the no, two. Two. Um <clears throat> like I could I started a job. Which for me was really good because it helped me be more productive. Like it set a routine for me. Right. Um, and I didn't realize how much I rely on routines to, to be productive. Mm. So, yeah, it was interesting. I'm not going to say it was easy to start a. It was really awkward. My first day, like, actually, this, like, my colleagues, they're really nice, but it was just, it was just hard. You know, when you can't be like, hello, and shake yeah. people's hands, you know, remaining distant, and then, but at the same time, like, getting to know people was, like, very, yeah, so, but it was good. That's, that's another thing I found really hard, yeah. was the not touching. Mm. We weren't allowed to touch the girls. But the first thing, obviously, we just wanted to give them all hugs. A hug. Yeah. Ugh, but yeah, that was, that, yeah. Well, that was really hard. Like, seeing people for the first time, your first interaction, you're like, what do I do? Yeah. Mm. And because it's a natural, like for me, it's just a natural it's, way of showing, yeah. like, yeah. hello. Yeah. It's like you hug or it's kiss on the cheek or like, yeah. Something, yeah. It's like almost natural that, like, I had to, like, stop myself. <laughs> and, like, I found a lot of people around me were doing that as well. So, mm. what are you, Janelle? Um, I was really, really lucky and really blessed that, um, I had I did an internship at the beginning of the year and it got extended. Yeah. Um, and they got me on to work part time 
so like 10 hours a week because I'm also studying like Tauti and Emma yeah and um I was really really yeah I just couldn't think of a better situation like my boss is so understanding yeah and she like made sure that she rang every week to see how I was going and she understood like with my sister at a school that had a lot of um issues with the coronavirus um she was always checking on on that so like yeah I was just really blessed to have a boss who really cared and made sure that everything was well in my life before she even wanted me to focus on the work that she had for me like her first priority was that everything at home was all right and I was all right before I could even start work so yeah I was really really blessed and she fought really hard that I could work and stay on yeah throughout lockdown and made my job essential (laughs) (laughs) so yeah I was really blessed as well and I think it yeah it's worked out really good so mm, I was really lucky no doubt that there were like um for me just speaking from my experience like it was really good but then at the same time there were some challenges like yeah in terms of staying at home yeah but that's probably one of the highlights is for Janelle like you know having a source of income and then Mm. and still being able to stay at home Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I think that's like what's so crazy about technology like I complain so much about zoom (laughs) because I just got so sick of like that technology interaction like I'm really a people person and like you were saying I love to hug and I love like seeing people and talking and I just felt like there was some disconnect through zoom it's just like you're just talking through a screen yeah so I got so sick of that but and we're also really lucky that we have that now yeah so for a lot of people they would have been out of jobs because they wouldn't have been able to like travel when their jobs yeah. can't be done through Zoom. Like yeah. my, like a lot of people who were working in factories say yeah. they couldn't go in if it wasn't essential. But yeah. we're so lucky, oh, I was so lucky that I can do my work through a laptop. So yeah. I was also very blessed in that way, yeah. Yeah. I know I was even speaking to like a cousin that I have who works at a warehouse and she was just saying that um, like prior to lockdown, everyone was like really nervous about what it meant for them them. yeah and like because her she was one of like she's one of the main providers and if she goes out of a job it's just like well what am i what's gonna happen yeah but the really cool thing that i while me and her were talking is that um she didn't realize how like oh well she didn't realize she realized more during the lockdown with the whole thing happening that how caring people are Mm. and how much um, people are willing to be more understanding and like you know and the she said that her the company that she worked for like really tried their hardest as well to keep as many people on or like getting paid and whatnot so yeah. that was really good yeah but I know that's not the situation for everybody but I mean you know just even the thought and the I guess the willingness to be able to help is like it, it's comforting for those who like um yeah comforting for those who um have lost jobs or potentially could have just to know that they weren't just like thrown to the side but that you know people were really fall yeah but they're trying trying but just yeah couldn't do and i know the government subsidy help has helped a lot a lot of people yeah yeah like um i know people whose hours have been cut down to like one day but yeah they've been able to 
still meet rent obligations and like provide for their family because of the government subsidy which has been really helpful yeah 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 just more love and care within our country Mm. Like just more yeah. understanding and it extends from leadership. Leadership, yeah, yeah. Again, just into our doing. Definitely. I think we were really lucky to have someone who is a mother, and is has that nurturing spirit and really cares. Yeah. And cares for the people of New Zealand, and really wants to ensure that she can help as many people as possible. And as Emma said. Again, this isn't a situation for everyone, and we're totally understanding of that. Yeah. But we're just really l- I'm lucky to live in a country that is really trying to yeah. help everyone. Well, how did you guys find being at home for four weeks? I the liked being weeks. at home, mm-hmm. but my productivity levels were, like just dropped tenfold. Like right. I, I, and then especially after I found out about the death of yeah. the student. Yeah. I, I couldn't do anything like yeah. it was just yeah. I was doing my work like my social media work but then everything else was just because all my social media work was just easy I just do this on here and then post it yeah yeah whereas everything else where I had to put, put an energy to think and, energy. and stuff like that I just I couldn't do it yeah. but yeah that was that was the worst thing about being at home other than that Loved being able to eat whatever because mm-hmm. my mom was like cooking every day. Like my family, they, everyone was home, yeah. spending more time with them, and all of that was really nice. Yeah. But yeah, mm-hmm. I'm really lucky to be living in a household with people who still had jobs and mm. could still pay, like, like buy groceries and stuff like that. And then yeah. we also have like a massive backyard, and like there are spaces where we can walk and like there's a waterfront where we can walk like go for nice evening yeah. walks so i enjoyed being home mm. yeah what about you guys i did too naturally i am a homebody yeah so in a lot of situations i would rather be home <laughs> I i'd rather be home than go anywhere but in the beginning i did find it really difficult because i had like i didn't have any structure anymore yeah. I was just like, I have all this time. I don't know how, like, what time I'm going to put to, like, where am I going to put my energy to? So I found it really difficult in that way. And then I found myself at the beginning um, just sleeping ridiculous hours and then leaving everything to the last minute and then stressing out. And then I came to realize, like, I literally have all this time on my hands. I don't know why I'm still acting like I don't. So then... Um, I was really lucky that my family decided to work out. (laughs) So my whole family made a virtual online workout chat and we all worked out together. So that is what started like things getting better for me in lockdown. So it made a routine for me. So I knew that every day I had to be awake by eight o'clock because that was our morning workout. And not only that, like just seeing my family and also family I don't normally see so it was not just my family in New Zealand it was like New Zealand Australia America Tonga so that was also really nice and then obviously the benefits of working out is already helping you out tenfold without you even knowing it yeah so I think that started me waking up early seeing family starting my day with something that's really productive and although I didn't see it at the time 
looking back, I'm really lucky that I had that and I had family who really pushed that for us because yeah. I think if I didn't have that, I would have been just sleeping, like just really not productive at all. Sleeping late, not doing my work, leaving work till the last minute and just, yeah, not as good. So I was really, really lucky. Mm. How about you, Ems? Um, I decided that I would jump off social media mm. during the lockdown. So I think it was our second weekend, maybe. I think so, yeah. Or, well, yeah, I had already kind of disconnected before prior. Yeah. I was barely active. Like, I jump on maybe, I don't know, once a day or something. But then I was just like, oh, I just really need to get myself together. Um, without people looking that I'm getting myself together (laughs) and it's just because that's my personal preference was to do that and I just found that I mean although social media is a good way to stay connected but for me at the time like I wanted to use lockdown as like a opportunity to like really um disconnect from the world and like just connect with my soul and my being so mm. yeah use it as and it was really hard like like really it was really hard um like i think my family yeah they just like when i first started the social media fast like i was like oh it was all good yeah. and then like midway through it i was like legit breaking down because i was just like well it was just because I had a lot more time, you know, like yeah. for me, social media acts as a distraction from a lot of things that, you know, you face and you're like going through and or things that you just don't want to confront about yourself. Right. Mm. It could be anything um, or issues that you have. So, um, yeah, the social media was fast when I started. It was fine. I was like, yeah, I'm so happy to be disconnected from the world and just do my own thing. But then at the same time, the other side of that is that you need to find something to fill your time yeah or else you're gonna um yeah and i just found that um like as i was disconnected from social media like um i had to realize that my thought processes weren't always positive Mm. um and that like sometimes i can be like a very negative person Mm. um and it was mostly just about myself Mm. and so it was like really good to it was really hard but then it was actually really good and what i mean by confronting because i was able to kind of look at myself and be like okay you have all this time like no one is gonna distract you like what Mm. are you gonna do with it like how are you gonna grow like you know what's um what's gonna change um from the inside like after this lockdown or are you just gonna just gonna be like complacent and just you know like not face stuff yeah um and so that was for me and i like i really struggled for a while like um during the lockdown was just things that i was going through and um thought processes and just thinking and um but like it was good for me because like i really grew and it forced me to um connect and do things that I hadn't made time for before yeah like for example like I read like I was reading way more Mm -hmm. I was like listening to podcasts like different ones but then also like um just connecting with my spirituality like just making time for that and it really helped 
to boost um I don't know my energies and help um just kind of change my thinking as well Mm. and I had I not decided to get off social media and like do that then I wouldn't have discovered that hey you got some problems (laughs) (laughs) y'all you need to like you know you need to make time for yourself to like sit down and be like um like I guess it's like to be alright with not being alright and then deciding to do something. Yeah. Because that's for a while I didn't realise that like that was me like I yeah that I just had a lot of things that I needed to help myself realise that I need to get out of where that was like and to also um, because one of my goals this year was to be more intentional with my time and which involves social media like spending less time on that mm. but then also finding things to fill my time with that can help uplift me rather than put me down so yeah that was my yeah and it kind of explains my three words that i use in the beginning like peaceful confronting what's the last one growth growth it's because it was peaceful because i wasn't distracted that's good but it was confronting because i because you weren't distracted because i wasn't distracted and i realized damn girl you're a mess now <laughs> you're a hot mess now <laughs> But then, yeah, a lot of growth. So, yeah, I think like you, I, like you were saying that because you were alone, you noticed a lot about yourself. Yeah. The same thing happened with me, but it was because I was with the same people. I saw more clearly my relationship with them. Yeah. So um, I understood. So like when before lockdown, life before lockdown, like it's so easy to be distracted. You're going to work, you're coming home. And you're saying hi bye or you you talk with your family you have dinner together and every now and then you have an argument but you're not you don't spend that much time with the same people for so long ever yeah. like i don't think there's ever a time i spend that much time with the people in my home and so i really noticed like what my relationship with them was like and yeah sometimes i noticed that my attitude or the way i perceived my relationship with that person was not that way or yeah. i was sometimes making things negative when they didn't need to be yeah so i really saw that instinctively i was saying things or i did things that weren't helpful were actually harmful to relationships i had with people at home yeah so that was confronting to me because i was like oh my gosh i always had this issue with so and so when really i <laughs> I'm starting it from the inside. I'm the problem. Yeah. Yeah. I got 99 problems and they start with me. And then I was like, oh, wow, I can see, like, I'm angry at them, but it's things that I I haven't let go of. Yeah. Which I thought I had, but I just never had time to think about it. Yeah. So I had a lot of time to reflect on, like, not only the people in my house, but the people who I'm very close with in, in life. Yeah. Like, I just thought, wow, I can see now, like, during lockdown there's only certain people that you would have stayed in contact with yeah and i could like just relationships to me became really clear like who i thought 
like how I contributed to them yeah. and also what I got from them, which is also really important. Like what you give is what you should receive, which was why I was really confronting to me is like, maybe I'm not giving the right energy, which is why I'm not getting the right energy back. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that was another big thing I learned during lockdown is that you, you really do receive what you give <laughs> and you need to be real intentional in like yeah. how you treat people and what you want back from them because it can be really toxic if you don't realize if you always put the blame on the other person yeah and you're not seeing what you're what adding you to it yeah what you're contributing and it becomes really clear when you're with them for four weeks <laughs> <laughs> and it can't go anywhere <laughs> so yeah i think that was a positive that came out of lockdown because mm. although it was hard at the time i've grown a lot and i have a lot more patience yeah patience is another thing i learned to lockdown because the lord knows how impatient i am lord knows so yeah patience is another thing i learned and i had to learn it because it was a little bit ridiculous (laughs) what i was expecting of people (laughs) i think emma agrees with the sibling thing (laughs) yeah so how do you think all of this like um impacted your mental health i think it impacted it definitely impacted my badly Mm mm-hmm but there's a lot to learn from this. Yeah. Like, I've recognized that it's going downhill. Mm. Then I can, you know, seek help or whatever. Yeah. yeah. There, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what I was just saying just then. That no, makes sense. It makes sense. Okay. No, it does. Well, that's... Yeah. As long as it made sense. <laughs> I had a bad time. <laughs> yeah. My mental health was depleting, but... How do you feel now, though? Right now? Mm. I'm so stressed, but... Yeah. better than last week yeah like i think after work my first shift i think it was two weeks ago or whatever yeah that whole the, the whole two weeks i couldn't do anything like mm-hmm. and i was yeah. just in bed and then i was just in my room and doing nothing yeah yeah like it was just so hard to focus yeah and then on friday last friday i finally tuned into my zoom classes and I felt so much better. Nice. Like, mm. like I felt like I finally, like I'm yeah. on the right track to yeah. being myself again. Yeah. No, that I can totally relate. That was me after my contract ended. Kind of felt like, oh my gosh, useless. <laughs> not useless, I, but Emma. like, but yeah. no, not cut that part out. But <laughs> I mean, I just felt like, oh, okay, what do I do now? Right, yeah. And like, yeah that's when the whole thing like i need to like if i'm if i cannot find my purpose without having a job then what am i like it was just like oh are you just relying on your job to define like part of who you are like you know and that was like the moment where i was like okay i need to do something because this is not this is not what the person i want to be like i don't want to be defined by my job yeah anyways but I can totally relate because that was that was me for a little bit not for a little bit it was actually lasted a while but then like Janelle what you said about your relationships like um yeah I found that I grew like closer to my family members like they could understand what I was trying to convey but obviously I was conveying it in a more patient way sometimes Mm. sometimes Mm. I was patient sometimes it wasn't (laughs) (laughs) but I mean it was a improvement and then I also spent a lot of time, like, explaining to them, like, a lot of things, and how I felt, and, like, 
they were like they respected it and they just were like oh we didn't know like you know and now it's like yeah and because i remember like just for example like telling my mom how i felt and she's just like oh why didn't you tell me before and i was just like oh i don't know that's don't think it was me and she's just like, but i am <laughs> i'm your mom <laughs> yeah but you know just like working on relationships like during the lockdown really helped so yeah but mental health i totally what like understand what you meant with the bleeding and stuff so. mm. i think the one thing that kept me going was that i was still getting my pay i was yeah. getting my pay i was still getting money in my account yeah and i was just like that's enough for me yeah i'm just gonna sit here and do nothing but Cause the money's still the coming, money's still coming <laughs> through, ching, ching, ching. Yeah. <laughs> which is so bad, but no, I couldn't help it. I think it's good though, cause you it's have good time. that you recognize, like yeah. you, you're able to recognize it. Yeah, and like sometimes, like that was probably like during lockdown is probably the for me I found the first time that I could just breathe and feel emotions like without having to brush them to the side or be like. No, I need to. Yeah, I need to go to work. I need to put this on the side because I need to go to work. Yeah. So I'll just deal with it another time. But you know, lockdown is like you're at home, so you can immerse yourself in Mm. those feelings and be like, it's all right to feel like this and to acknowledge that. Mm. Hundred percent. Can we not (laughs) just like (laughs) feel the emotions? But yeah, that's okay. I had the so before lockdown was said was set or was announced. Sorry. Before lockdown was announced, my so I'm currently doing my profs, and there was a three week break which fell in lockdown, and they said, "Oh, we can move your courses up so you don't have to have the three week break." Because a lot of people were asking, "Look, I'm not going to work. I might as well do it now." And I really like struggled with because I was like, "Should I continue with profs?" Which was really killing me. <laughs> I just wasn't in it. Like I just. It just, as I've said before, everything was at the last minute. I wasn't, I just did not feel like doing it. And so I was like, I'm just going to take the break. And I talked to my mom about it and I was really scared that she'd be like, just do prof so you can finish faster. But I explained to her like, I need this time. And she was like, you know what? Just take the break. If that's what's best for you, take the break. And I was like, oh my gosh, I want to (laughs) cry. But I think it's the best thing that I did because... In that break, I have never uploaded so many videos on YouTube. <laughs> Those are good in my life, but it was just so, it was a time where I could do things that I loved. Like, yeah, I love doing YouTube. I love making videos, and although I don't know the quality might not be be that great, but it's something I'm really passionate about. Like, I just really love doing it. So in those three weeks, I was making videos. I was reading. Like, I was spending good time with my sister. Um, me and my mum were watching movies like it was just such a good time and now that I'm back into profs I'm so much more like um I have so much more energy for it yeah so I'm I found that I'm enjoying it so much more and sometimes that's it sometimes you need to give yourself a break and I think outside of lockdown we don't give ourselves breaks we're just all go 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 like we have work, we have this, we have that. And like with us, like we found any spare moment we could to get together and do a podcast. And then we'll find any spare moment we can to meet up with our friends and any yeah. spare moment we can to do this, that and the other. And we don't give ourselves the opportunity to just have a break. And whether that break is a time where you don't feel good or a time where you do feel good, you need it. 
Yeah. You just need your body, your mind, your soul, your spirit. Yeah. It needs a break. And that's something I really learned during the lockdown. And I was like, man, I really needed that break. And I was like, next year, I'm going to another country. <laughs> yeah. But you, even you said that to me and I, oh, when we caught up and then I was just like, oh yeah, check it out. Because I was just like, you, like, I, you deserve it. Yeah. There's no... I was like, no, nah, I gotta work. I gotta save up for a car. I gotta work. I gotta do this. I gotta do that. But it's like, work, but live your life. Yeah. You're only this young once. You're only, but like, <laughs> I was like, next year I'm traveling and I'm gonna go and live my best life. <laughs> <laughs> because you deserve that break, sister yeah. gal <laughs> and brother. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah that's like another that. big thing I learned. Like, I think my mental health benefited from it, but had I not taken the break for profs, I would have been a crashing tower. Oh, that is not a good thing to say. I would have been a tumbling sandcastle. <laughs> I was like a tumbleweed. No, <laughs> I would have been a sculpture made of Lego smashing to the ground. <laughs> I don't know what metaphor to use, but I just wouldn't have been in a good place. So yeah, I was really. I think everything. I was really lucky, and I found a. New passion for exercising. <laughs> yes, I'm good. That's good. Yeah, I was really, really lucky. So we've spoken like we just touched on how we how lockdown affected us mentally. Do you think? Because for us it was all like different. How do you like? What do you take away from that? What is your takeaway from that experience? It's all right to not be all right. Mm. That was probably the biggest one, and it's only because. I think prior to lockdown, I used to be so scared of not being alright. Yeah. And like sharing that with people. But during lockdown, yeah, I was just like, oh, stuff it. It's all good. Yeah. Like, all good if you look like a hot mess to people. Like, if you're like living your best life and if you're doing you and you feel happy about it, it's all good. Yeah. Mm. But that. I think the biggest but the biggest thing with that is that you're working on it like um yeah I was like reminded last week um someone reminded me that it's not about the end product but it's about the process mm. and so if you're a hot mess but you're working on it to be better that's better than not I don't know like, not acknowledging it and pushing it yeah, to the side. Yeah, yeah, not yeah, yeah, not doing anything about it and just hiding things and just yeah. Mm. I think that's for me with lockdown. Yeah. And because I was so disconnected from social media and like the news and stuff, like I was legit living in my own bubble and like just doing me. The thing I'm taking away from the mental space that I'm in or that I was in during lockdown or still currently in is um knowing the support networks that i've got and knowing who i can talk to or like because at home we don't in this household we don't talk about those things yeah so it was hard and the first person i like properly opened up to was the um my colleague who had asked me who was like oh you look really pale and was like yeah you don't look okay kind of thing and that was when I went home, I, when I came home, I was like, oh, okay, yeah. I can't communicate to my family that I'm not okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah. my mom did ask, like, the other day. She wasn't even talking to me, but she was talking to someone else. She was like, are you okay? 
And I said, no, I'm not okay. Yeah, <laughs> but I was saying it as a joke. But then yeah. I was like, and then she was like, oh, what's wrong? And I was like, I explained the situation. She was like, oh, okay. But then I was, I just walked off and I was like, well, at least I've, I've got, I've got it out there that I'm not okay. Yeah. yeah. But I can't, I don't feel comfortable talking in detail about it to yeah. my family members. Yeah. And I think there's something that needs to change in this family as well. So yeah. another thing that I'm taking away from this is that we should maybe talk more yeah. we're we're so emotionally detached in this family that mm. well to each other yeah and that needs to change kind of thing because yeah. what happened is that i don't talk about it and then i just lash out for yeah. like and they don't know yeah yeah and like they're like, like <gasps> they're like what the hell yeah what's your attitude and i'm just like in my head i'm like, oh, like yeah you don't know yeah. But that's like we all have a, play, a part to play in it. Like we all need to make an effort to talk more about yeah, yeah. how we are, mm. or yeah. to ask each other how each other. Are. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's the main thing I'm taking away from this mental space mm. during lockdown. Yeah. Communication, open yeah. communication. Yeah. I think communication is mine. The, yeah. My biggest one as well. Like just. Not blaming everything on the other person, understanding what you're giving and what energy you're giving yeah. and realizing, oh, maybe that's why I'm receiving that energy back. Yeah. And just being understanding of other people. Like, as Tatia said, you don't always know what's going on. Yeah. And even you might live in the same house and you still have no idea what struggles they might be fighting. Um, and so just like being really understanding that usually most of the time people are showing the tip of the iceberg. Like, all we see is this little bit of what's really going on in their life. Mm-hmm. So my biggest, yeah, my biggest thing is definitely communication as well, is understanding what energy I'm receiving, what energy I'm giving, and um, how yeah. to, like, how to be open and honest in my relationships, even with the people who are just, who are in my home, living in yeah. my home. I think that's the biggest thing I learned from lockdown too. Mm-hmm. O- overall, um, I first of all I just want to say to you both that I'm really honoured to have listened to your stories. Um, listened to your stories from lockdown. <laughs> Why am I getting emotional? Oh, Janelle. Um. Yeah, I'm just really blessed to be your friends, and I, you know, I'm always here. But yeah, um, I just wanted to say that, um. These conversations are really important, and they're things. They're conversations you should have with people, um, as often as you need. So make sure you find that person that you have, or those people, who you know that will always be there for you and will listen without judgment, and that you can be fully open to because it is so important. Mm-hmm. And um, I just think we're so blessed that. Um, we have these rich lessons that we've taken away from lockdown and how crazy to think that this episode was meant to be about lockdown and all of a sudden it's turned into mental health (laughs) but um, I think that just goes to show that mental health is such an important and massive 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 um, issue and topic and thing that we should be um, talk that we should talk about and be open about it like don't be scared about how your mental health might be affecting you it's something that you should always be um you should always feel freely to talk about and 
I mean, if any of you listening don't have um, anyone to talk to, like, our DMs are open. Untouched Spacious is always there for you, but there's also so many other avenues which I'm sure we'll add. I'll yeah. put them in, we'll put them in the description for you to um, look into. Um, we're really lucky we have a friend who works at Levar yeah. who do amazing work for mental health for people, or for Basifika people. Um, shout out to Luciane. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so oh and JP, and JP started. shout out to Luciana and JP yeah. who are currently working at Luciana and do amazing work for our community. So yeah, um, yeah, oh. these conversations are so important, and you just got a real deep look into our <laughs> lives. I read something really nice. Mm-hmm. I, I, it was like part of this long post yeah. about losing, like loss and grief. And I, I feel like it's, I should share it. Yeah. Anyways, it said, Your pain is not a thing to fear, and I'm here to hold it with you. Mm-hmm. So I love that. To anyone who is going through anything painful. There's always someone out there. To hold their pain with you. Yeah. Oh, that was beautiful. Yeah, that was really nice. Thank you. I'm sorry, I had to cry. As I said in the childhood episode, I am the crybaby <laughs> of every group. <laughs> From baby to adult, I will cry. You're good, you're good. (laughs) And on the night we say goodbye. Yes. But this this discussion is always open and we'd love to hear from you guys. So reach out if you need to and we'll put the links to amazing resources out there in our description. Hello, beautiful listening. (laughs)